Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. About 15 million people in the United States have asthma. All medicine can do right now is ease the symptoms. Jeffrey Chupp and his colleagues have been exploring the basic biology behind asthma in hopes of developing better treatments. This is Colleen Shaddix for the Yale Office of Public Affairs and Communications talking with Dr. Chupp about his work studying asthma as well as treating patients who live with it. So studying asthma and treating it are pretty much inseparable in your work. Can you tell me a little bit about the Yale Center for Asthma and Airways Disease? Sure. Um, We've created a center that has uh, several missions to it. One of them is uh, patient care and providing state-of-the-art medical care to Mm -hmm. individuals with asthma and at the same time having a focus on patients that are difficult to treat and manage. And in doing that, provide them access to clinical research trials uh, for novel therapies uh, to treat asthma. So we have several uh, industry-sponsored trials that are available Mm -hmm. for patients with asthma, and they travel to our center to uh, engage in those trials. We also have uh, interest in the fundamentals of asthma its pathogenesis, and how to monitor it. And so we have Mm NIH-funded research that patients can also participate in. So we really have a a three-part mission uh, to the center. And tell me a little bit about the role the Yale Center for Clinical Investigation has played in that research mission. Well, I think that we've really aligned our mission in parallel to the Yale Center for Clinical Investigation. And we have evolved in a similar timeline to mm-hmm. the Yale Clinic Center for Clinical YCCI and have uh, really benefited from their philosophy and their vision of how a translational program should evolve. And they've really been central both mm-hmm. from a vision standpoint and practically speaking in helping us get there as a center. Let's talk about one really interesting piece of specific work. You and your colleagues found a biomarker that was associated with severe asthma. How does this kind of knowledge sort of change the game in asthma treatment? Asthma is a disease where we currently have no blood test to Mm -hmm. follow the disease, to track it, to gauge its severity, to determine what therapy you should be on, as we do for other diseases like diabetes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finding a biomarker that we can track in the blood that correlates with what's happening in uh, the the lung, in Mm -hmm. the airway, has allowed us to really uh, have an opportunity to track patients with a simple blood test rather than some of the complex tests that we we use uh, now, bronchoscopy, which is an invasive Mm -hmm. procedure, or lung function testing, which can take an hour to do in a clinic. It's also provided us a way to look at this disease as rather than a spectrum of the same disease using a biomarker to actually dissect it into different subclasses of disease. So individuals that have elevated levels of this biomarker may have a unique form of asthma that requires unique treatments. So early on, if I'm showing symptoms, you could give me this blood test and divert me to a better sort of treatment that might be more effective for my unique needs? Yes, exactly. What does it mean in terms of understanding what's really happening in asthma? I mean, obviously, now you're just trying to open up those airways however you can for folks, but not necessarily treating the disease itself, as I understand it, right? 
Right. So the biomarker we've found uh, is, is associated with remodeling in the airway. And what I mean by that is that individuals who have high levels, levels of this in the blood and mm -hmm. in the airway have scarring of their airways. And so they never open up or return to normal mm -hmm. like they do in many asthmatics when they get treated or in between flares. So it appears to identify that group of asthmatics that have irreversible damage to their airways. So if we can target a therapy towards this molecule and blocking its effects, we can potentially prevent remodeling or loss of lung function permanently. So do you know if that molecule is the culprit or if it's just present at the scene of the crime? Well, we know from mouse models and from my colleague and, and mentor Jack Elias that indeed in those animal models it appears to be directly associated with the remodeling events. It's not just epiphenomenon or mm -hmm. traveling in the blood as a, as a co-conspirator. Um, so but it's, it's the actually target. part of the pathogenic process of remodeling. Tell me a little bit about the role that bioinformatics played in this work. So the bioinformatics section in Perry Miller's group's really been central to the development of our next phase of research in this area, which has been the genome-wide profiling of um, expression, gene expression in the airways and the blood of patients with this biomarker. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to characterize in humans how it affects global gene expression in your body. So rather than looking at one pathway uh, that this molecule may affect, we're looking at 26,000 different molecules and how it affects all those patterns. So there's a huge amount of data that we're right. generating in the process of this study of 200 asthmatics. And the bioinformatics department has helped us build a website database uh, system mm -hmm. to analyze this data. So what they've really allowed us to do is build this very robust website that can be connected to from the research lab, from the clinic, mm -hmm. from the data management side, all simultaneously so that all the data can be entered. And at the same time, the genomic center at Keck facility in the West Campus inputs their data into the system, and then we can analyze it. So it's allowed us really to take these very large amounts of data and um, handle it in a way that makes it manageable and, and analyzable relatively efficiently. That's a really good example of collaboration across disciplines, which is something that you're also encouraging through something called the YCCI Research Accelerator. Tell me what that is. So uh, also supported by the YCCI has been a website that I've developed with a colleague to enhance scientific collaboration and improve the scientific process here at Yale and potentially around the world. So the site is a portal where researchers can uh, put resources and search for resources that they're looking for in their work. And mm -hmm. it's intended to cross geographic and scientific boundaries so that individuals who are working in one area, say asthma research like myself, might mm -hmm. be able to connect with a researcher in uh, evolutionary biology or yeast biology on the other side of campus that I wouldn't otherwise connect with through uh, the resources that we and the questions we enter uh, into the database. And so the website is searchable. Mm -hmm. You can go to the site, 
at researchaccelerator.org, and you can type in a keyword or a question, or you can put in a resource that you have, a reagent, a transgenic mouse, a set of uh, human samples that relates to a disease, and then other individuals can find you and connect with you to potentially collaborate. So you're knocking down these barriers between departments. Yes. I might not know you because I'm on the other side of campus doing something that doesn't ostensibly seem to have anything to do with asthma. Exactly. What's been the reaction so far from researchers? So so far the response has been uh, very positive. We have over 500 members that have joined at Yale, and we have other organizations that have uh, created memberships to the Mm -hmm. site and, and created their own subdomains. There has been a ground cell of inter- ground swell of interaction between uh, collaborators, I think, in ways that have not previously mm-hmm. uh, occurred. And I think that uh, as we continue to grow and add users and find different ways that individuals share resources, we'll see it continue to grow. Thank you. That was Dr. Jeffrey Chupp talking about his clinical and translational asthma research.